This is the Kitzer of the fourth Sikha of Parshas Dvarim in Chelek Yutes, page 24. The Rebbe begins with the Pasuk where it says, Hashem Elekeh V'seichem Yosef Aleichem Kachem Elef Pamim V'yivarach Eschem Kashedib Elechem. And on this the Medrash says, Amalei Yisrael, Yidin Seite Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Moshe, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Leinos and Kitzvah L'Bruchiseinu. V'ata Marta Elef Pamim. Hashem when he benches us gives no limitation to his bracha. So why are you benching us with a limitation that will be a thousandfold? So Moshe answers them, This is my bracha. When the Ebishter will come, so he will bench you with an unlimited bracha. So the question all the Mepharshim ask on this is, If Moshe Rabbeinu is only benching them limited, and Hashem's bracha is unlimited, so there's no significance to Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha. So there's various answers that the Farshim give. Some say that there's an advantage to Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha because it's unconditional. Abish's bracha is unlimited, but there's a condition to it. As we see also in the Gemara, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk, V'hoya mispar b'nei Yisrael ashalayimad v'lo yisafer. So the, the Pasuk begins with mispar, and then it says, Loyimad v'lo yisafer. The Gemara says, Kam ezman sh'yisrael oisun r'tzayin sh'lmokim, kam ezman sh'yin oisun r'tzayin sh'lmokim. It depends if Yidin are fulfilling Hashem's will or not. So we see that the bracha, which is limited, Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha, is even in a time where Yidin are not fulfilling Hashem's ratzin. That's the advantage of Moshe's bracha. Or others say, based on the Medrash, that Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha is even bismanazeh, and Hashem's bracha is only lost love. But from the simple pshat of the Medrash, it seems that Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha is relevant even in the time when Hashem's bracha will be fulfilled. So the question remains, what's the relevance or the significance of Moshe's bracha in the same time when you have an unlimited bracha from the Eibishter? And he also in the Pasuk, the simple pshat of that Pasuk is that in the same time period, so Klal Yisrael has a mispar and also how could that be explained? There's another question we could ask also on the Medrash, on this Pasuk. The Medrash says, when it says here, Yosef Aleichem Kechem, Lama Barchem Balashen Teisfis. Why is the Pasuk using this term of Teisfis that Hashem says it'll be added to them? When the Eibishter's Bracha adds to Klal Yisrael, it adds more to them than what they are before. So the question though is, if the Eibishter's Bracha is adding so much more to what they are now, so then why is who the Eden are before referred to still as the Iker? And the Eibishter's Bracha is only referred to as something which is added. Once the Eibishter's, what Eibishter's Bracha is added is much more, so then that's the Iker. So the point of here is that when Chazal tell us, this doesn't literally mean that we're talking about a time period where Yidin are not fulfilling Hashem's will. Rather, it's talking about an Aveda which is done with a Shlemus, or an Aveda which is not with a Shlemus. And like we find, Cain brought a carbon as well, but Cain brought from the inferior quality. It's not a Shlemus of Aveda. And so too, even on higher levels, as long as a person is serving Hashem in a limited way, which is in the ability of, the, of a human being usually, so that's not Eisen Ritzayin Eishamakim, the emphasis on the Ratzin, which is the unlimited will of Hashem. Ritzayin Eishamakim is an Aveda which is unlimited. Now, Altareb explains in Lukutetere that this is the difference between the Aveda of a Tzadik that fulfills the Taryag Mitzvahs, and the Taryag Mitzvahs have a number, and that's what it means, Vahoya Mispar, and Aveda of Abal which is connecting to Hashem beyond mitzvahs, he's connecting to the Ebishter, that's Layimad, Velo Yisafer. 
So now based on this, we can understand, going back to the point, that really in the Pasuk it says, Mispar, and La Yimad V'la Yisafar, together, that what this really means is, that even the Aveda, of a Yid doing the mitzvahs, which has a specific number, and seems to be limited, but nevertheless, the truth is, that even these mitzvahs are also, La Yimad V'la Yisafar, it's also the unlimited Ratzn of the Eivishter, that a person is bringing into the world. And really the only difference between a tzaddik doing the mitzvahs and a balshuvah is that by a tzaddik, the unlimited rotzen of the evishter is not revealed in the limited action of the mitzvah that he's doing. And by a balshuvah, his whole aveda is bleakvol. But really the pnimius of a mitzvah is also bleakvol. And that's why the Pasik says that the mispar of mitzvahs is lo yimad v'lo yisafer. And the explanation for this is because the rotzen of the mitzvahs is the Eivishter's Ratzin, and just like the Eivishter himself is unlimited, the mitzvahs are also unlimited. The, mitz- the Ratzin of the Eivishter in mitzvahs is not a Ratzin which is related to anything outside of Hashem. It's a Ratzin that's an expression of the Eivishter himself. This is what he wants without any influence from anything else. And the Eivishter decided that, the, that the, his Ratzin should be, should be drawn down through this mitzvah. And it's this mitzvah that's the keli for the Ratzin. In Chassidus, this is known as Hagbala Atzmis. There's a Hagbali here, but it's really not Gvul at all, because the Gvul is not because of something outside of the source, but rather the Ebishter himself completely chooses this. So therefore, we can understand how there is a mispar of mitzvahs, but nevertheless, layimad v'layisafir. In truth, it's really the pure will of Hashem, which is unlimited, that, that is choosing this mitzvah. But the question though is, if so, what's the reason, what's the point of the Ebishter, which is unlimited, choosing something which is limited? Why? It's not, you can't say that it's because the world is so low and therefore in order to bring down the mitzvahs of the Eibishter which are unlimited to the world it has to come down into this limitation because the Eibishter himself created all of this. So why did the Eibishter create it in such a way? The answer is because by bringing down the unlimited Ratzin of Hashem into the Gvul of a mitzvah this is actually a further revelation of the Eibishter. The point of the Gvul over here is not based on any Mitzvah of Gvul, that there's a real limitation here. On the contrary, the Eivishter wants to connect Gvul and Bligvul together because that actually fully reveals the essence of the Eivishter where Gvul and Bligvul are one and the same thing. When you deal with any level of revelations of the Eivishter, Oiris and Giluyim, so over here Gvul and Bligvul are opposites or they're very different. But by the essence of the Eivishter, what is the Gvul? The Gvul is even a greater revelation, the fact that the Eivishter wants to come down to fully reveal himself, that the Bligvul should come into the Gvul. And therefore you can have the two joined together, like we find in the Mishkan, Mokimar and Enim and that it was at the same time, that it had a measured space of what the Aran was supposed to be, but it was Enim and it didn't take up that space. So now we can understand that this is the meaning of why even after you have the unlimited bracha of the Eibishter, you still have the bracha of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is Elef Pa'amim, which is a limited bracha. Because the point is that the Eibishter's bracha should enter into that space of Gvul where you have the bracha of Moshe Rabbeinu. So after you have the Shlemus of Elef Pa'amim, the bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu gives in Gvul, now the bracha of the Eibishter enters there and brings in the, the Bli Gvul connecting to this place of Gvul. That's the main purpose of having these two together. This explains also an interesting thing the Friedrich Rebbe said and then that his father, the Rebbe Rashab, when he quoted the Lashon of the Medrash, so he would very often add, Question is, we don't find that the Rabbein, when they quoted an expression, a quote from Chazal, that they would add the word Yisbarach. Even though you, when you say the Eibishter's name, you're supposed to praise the Eibishter, but they, they didn't do so necessarily when they quoted an expression that says in Chazal. 
So we must say that the term bracha is saying something unique here regarding diri betachtainim. So what is the concept of diri betachtainim? Diri betachtainim is also a combination of gvul and bli gvul. And that is because dira means a dwelling for the very essence of the Eibishter. Like a dira is for a person where he's comfortable in his own home, in his essence, as he is. Bitachtainim is in the opposite extreme, bringing it down into tachten shein, tachten lamatei menu, the lowest limitation that there is in this world. So the question is, how? How do we create this dira bitachtainim to combine these two opposites of gvul and bli gvul? The answer is yizbarach, the concept of a bracha. Now, usually we know that a bracha and tefillah, each one has their advantage. A tefillah, you can dive in and break all boundaries and reach to a place to create a new will of Hashem. Yehi On the other hand, a bracha could only draw down from what already exists in the source. However, by the Yevishter, a bracha has both milas. Because when the Yevishter benches, he has no limitations, so he can bring a new dotsim from the ultimate source. And at the same time, that bracha is drawn down, which is one of the meanings of a bracha, that it comes down all the way to the lowest place. So the word yizbarach, or bracha, expresses this kayach of the Eivishter, of dira betachtainim, to combine the gvul and bli gvul together. That's why the Rebbe Rashab added the word yizbarach. But now the question remains according to this. If so, this is all something which is a full expression of the very essence of the Eivishter, and it's not something at all where the person is involved in this. So why is there any relevance to the Aveda of a Nivra, of a human being, to create this Dira B'tachtainim? A person doesn't have any Kayach with this at all. So the answer is that the truth is that the Allah B'ritzayna, the Eibishter decided that all Giluyim Shalamayla, including this great revelation right here of Gvul and Bli Gvul together, should come down only through the Aveda of a person. Because otherwise it would be Namad Chesufa, otherwise it would be Shamebred. And therefore even these levels, which are completely higher of the... Uh, place a person could reach is also being generated through the Aveda of a person. And this is what the Gemara says, that yes, it's all a gift from Hashem. The Dira B'tachtayinim is only the Eivishter has the power to create this Dira B'tachtayinim. But nevertheless, the Eivishter wants that it should first be a Shlemus in the Aveda of a person and that should bring about this Dira B'tachtayinim. And this is what we could see really what happens by every Birches Kainim. By Birches Kainim, it's really the Kain benching with the Eivishter Shlichus. So, what, so what's the point of the Kayim benching? Why can't the Eibishter bench himself? Because the Eibishter wants it to come through a Kayim. It should come through the Aveda below as well. Now this explains another pshat, a deeper pshat, and why we have the bracha of Moshe, which is limited, even after we have the Eibishter's bracha. Because it's Moshe Rabbeinu's Aveda and bracha, which is limited, that triggers and brings about the Eibishter's bracha. This is the Chiddush of what Eibishter wanted and gave the power that our Shlemus of our Aveda in this world brings about the Diri B'tachtainim. And this also explains the Lashon of Teisvasa Shalakadosh Baruch Hu Even after you have the tremendous revelation from above, but nevertheless the Iker always remains the Aveda of the person below. Eibishter established that the Diri B'tachtainim should be created through the Aveda of a person below. And Rashi over here, when Rashi quotes this Medrash, about the connection of the limited and unlimited bracha, Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha and the Eivish's bracha, Rashi connects it to what it says, Ashrim Yuchal Ish Limnois, which refers to the Mi Mona, that, that Bilam said, that no one could count Yidin, which is a bracha that refers to Lasud Lava, connecting this Indian and this bracha to what will be when Mashiach will come.